Hello and welcome to another Sustainable Wine Blog podcast with me, Toby Webb. And joining me in today's podcast, I'm very pleased to say, is Pascal Parodi, who is Commercial Manager here at uh, Domaine de Grenoble. And I've probably mispronounced that, Pascal. So why don't you pronounce it properly for me and, and tell me a little bit about your wines. The pronunciation of the domain is Grenoble, and it's a short name for his father, who was called Grenoble because of his big size. And in the village, everybody called him Grenoble. <laughs> and that, um, that's Alan Pascal's father. Exactly. And he founded the winery, and then Alain started making his own wines here some years later, is that right? In fact, the father was growing grapes, but uh, his son, Alain, decided when his parents died to build himself the cellar and to make his own wine here for nearly 20 years now. So that's a, a big change because you, you guys used to supply Tompier, I think, with grapes, is that right? And, and now you have your own, your own label. So are they competition for you now or are you all still friends? We are still friends and we were supplying the grapes to Pibarnon and Domaine Haute, but we are very friends to Domaine Tompier. Mm-hmm. So we are competitors, but friends anyway. That's great. Tell us um, a little bit about the, the wines you make here. You make, uh, you make rosé and you make red. Uh, do you make a white wine as well? We make the three colours, but the main production is the red, about 60% and 40% of rosé. The white is very uh, small quantities, less than 2,000 bottles a year. So why don't you tell us uh, about the, the red that you make here and, and how many of them, how many bottles you produce a year? We produce about 40,000 bottles a year, uh, mainly with four different grape varieties, Mourvedre, Saint-Saul, Grenache and Carignan. And it's made like organic or biodynamic. So no added yeast, no filtration, no fining. Um, and it's uh, uh, the part of the job of Alain is in the vines and to make the wine. And do you have organic certification of your wines? We are not asking for organic certification, but we work like the ancient ancients was were working. Okay. And do you um, use any biodynamic winemaking practices or principles? What do you think about that whole area of, of biodynamic winemaking? The, the main thing we use is we check on the calendar to bottle the, the wine at the, at the moment. So we used to bottle the wine during fruit days. Okay. And we don't need to make uh, more treatment on the vines. So we don't need to use kind of herb uh, product or... You don't add. Uh, do you add any sulfur to, in, in the vineyard from, or to the wines? From time to time, yes. But very few treatments. Maybe four treatments a year. And do you think... Um, 
a more natural approach is, is healthier for, for your customers? I think so. And uh, people, customers are asking more and more organic or biodynamic. Uh, they are very concerned, but they are not uh, looking always for certification. They are, um, they, the important thing is uh, the way we make the wine and we work on the vines. But the certification is not for our customers so important. Okay, thank you. And do you believe that temperatures are, are rising over the years? Have you noticed it becoming hotter here? Because many winemakers that I meet say they are very concerned about climate change, about temperatures going up and that affecting their wine in terms of you know, more sugar and, and more alcohol. Have you noticed rising temperatures here? That's true. Since 2003... 2004, the temperatures are increasing and the alcohol degree is increasing too. Uh, so we are looking to work a bit differently from two, three years to harvest a bit earlier and to let one or two grapes more on the vines to limit the alcohol. And, and what else can you do to keep down sugar and alcohol levels. I've, I've heard people talk about you know, um, hail, um, there's kind of hail shelters they use in, in some places in Burgundy to keep the sun off or, or different kinds of yeast. Um, are you guys thinking about other ways in which you might be able to control for, for too much sugar and alcohol? We are not thinking of this way at the moment. Uh, of course we don't take off a lot of leaves uh, during summer um, but we are not putting some shade we are more working on the soil uh, and uh, harvesting a bit earlier but not shading the, the vines not yet not yet <laughs> it's a big work to shade the way the vines there was a, a comment a few years ago by a, a winemaker in Chateauneuf-du-Pape about um, potentially having to instruct customers to add water to the wine because it was going to be 16, 17%. I imagine that's not something that you would, you would approve of. It's not the way we approve of, that's true. <laughs> and, and can I ask you a bit about water? I mean, you have clay soils here, clay and limestone, is that right? Yes, that's true. We are route de l'argile, that means roads on the clay. And it's mainly clay for the vines here. So that means in a dry summer you can, you can still produce good wine, I guess. The, the clay will hold some water. Yes, we are on clay and we don't water the plants. So it's up to the rain, which is not very often in mm. this part of the in France. <laughs> so how, how have the harvests been in the last two, three years? I mean, what, you know, what, what, what's been a, a great vintage for you recently? Last year was the really perfect weather conditions. We had rainy in spring until mid-June. Um, cold temperature at 
in winter and good maturity and good health conditions in summer. So the harvest in the, the area was really perfect. But the quality of the wine should be the same and we are hoping to have the best quality this year. But all the last years were with quite good conditions, not a lot of rain before harvest, which is good for the vines and the grapes. So uh, one, one final question, Pascal. I see here behind you, you have a, um, a pricing list for, for vintages, which I assume that you sell here. I can see 2006, 2008, 10, 11, 12, 13. Which of those vintages would you say are the, are the good ones for, for fans of your wines to, to buy? Which is your favourite vintage of those? Uh, I could say I have two uh, favourite vintages. It depends if you are looking for something very tannic, on which I could give you an advice of 2011. And if you prefer wine more soften and velvet, I will go on 2012 or 13. And how does your wine age? I mean, what, what would I notice between the, the 2006 and the 12? Would there be a significant, you know, mellowing of the tannins? Does it be, is it like a, is more Vedro like a, a, a Cabernet Sauvignon becoming softer over time? That's correct, exactly. Mourvedre is very tannic at the beginning and becomes softened and softened at the time. So you have more complexity and less tannin uh, with, during the years. Wonderful. Pascal, thank you very much for, uh, for being interviewed by uh, the Sustainable Wine blog today. Thank you for your time. Thank you too. Thank you.